Welcome to MTB Cast. My name is Joe Polk. Today is Friday, July 2nd, 2021. You're listening to our coverage of the Tour Divide Border to Border and the Great Divide Classic for 2021. We only have uh, one call in for today. It was posted earlier. If you missed it, that's what this uh, true up is about, giving you a little bit of news and letting you uh, hear the calls for the day once again, which in this case, again, is only one. That was Brendan Heinig calling in uh, with his finished call and giving some final thoughts. Taking a look at the leaderboard, uh, we could tell you that uh, Lauren Brownlee is our first women's rider to come in. 20 days, 5 hours, 43 minutes. Sarah Swallow came in second in the ladies, and hers was 21 days, 4 hours, and 10 minutes. And just a few minutes ahead of her, Ryan Brink came in as well at 21 days, 4 hours, and 7 minutes. We want to congratulate them for their finish. Next for the men southbound will be uh, Jackson Lester, and he is north of Separ. He's kind of about halfway between Silver City and Separ right now, so he's on that final stretch. And for the women, it will be Mary Ellers, and she is actually headed toward Cuba, so that'll be her next uh, her next landmark, if you will. Next for the northbounders, we've kind of neglected them a little bit and apologize for that. But John Money is, uh, he's at the far end of the Whitefish Divide area. He's up on Trail Creek Road. So he's really going over his last uh, ridge, if you will. Then he'll dump out down to the highway in Eureka and then make his way to the border. So he doesn't have too much further to go. Well, without further ado, let's true up your call from Brendan Heinig. Uh, this is just a great call. Uh, he called in, and, and we strung together three different calls so he could continue his thoughts. And he kind of gives you a complete rundown of what happened out there, what he was thinking, why he uh, rode the way that he did. Uh, and it's just a really great call, really in-depth, and uh, really want to congratulate him on his finish. And uh, I think you'll enjoy this one. So here is your call from Brendan Heineck on day 22. Hey, MTV cast. This is Brendan Heineck calling from home in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, sorry, it's taken me a while to get on the phone here, but uh, just been spending the week kind of reflecting and recovering, trying to put some weight back on and get my body moving again after after the divide. Um, I. You know, I had plans to like kind of write something up and and have something a little more polished to say uh, on the phone here, but I I don't think that's what this is all about. Um, so I have some notes in front of me uh, and hopefully uh, give some insight into what was going on with me during the race. I know I didn't call in at all, and and that was kind of by design. I I wanted. Um, of a solo experience out there <laughs> didn't, didn't exactly turn out that way uh racing racing jay down the divide for so long uh which i like, didn't turn out the way i expected but uh wow what an incredible experience and such an honor to to hang out with jay a little bit i mean we rode together kind of two at least two separate days, kind of almost the whole day. Um, uh, you know, once heading into Colorado and, and once, uh, uh, coming from just outside of grants into Pie town and, 
Um, but uh, wow, wow, what just like so grateful for the whole experience. Um, grateful for everybody cheering on. You know, I I wasn't um, I wasn't checking like social media or or anything too often, and um, I wasn't really, re- you know, I was communicating with um, a couple people via text, uh, uh, just uh, you know, my coach, uh, Kurt Refsnyder, and, and uh, my ex-girlfriend, Christy, who uh, brought our dog down to the finish to pick me up, which I am so grateful for, um, and my best friend, Craig, he had a uh, his second child, uh, while I was out there, which was pretty amazing. So I was communicating with him, but otherwise I was kind of offline. And, and again, that was by design. I I wanted, I wanted to, uh, have kind of a solo experience this time. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I don't even know what to say. It was crazy. Um, I did not expect that to go the way it did. You know, I I uh, attempted this in 2015. Um, had like no experience. I think I think I had spent maybe one or two nights uh, bike packing, um, just like little overnighters at that point on my gravel bike around Massachusetts. I was living in Boston at the time and. Uh, had seen Ride the Divide, of course, and thought it was just the coolest thing, and and uh, went out in 2015 and just completely failed. I I was on a gravel bike, and you know at the time, gravel bikes weren't kind of what they were. To you couldn't get you couldn't get mountain bike gearing, uh, low gearing with with uh, drop bars, and um, I was I was on 40 millimeter tires, and it was just. Uh, it didn't work and I, I didn't know what to expect. I had never I had really ridden a mountain bike at that point and and I uh I had never ridden in the West and I just flew to Pamps. I was like, let's get this go and a lot of things went wrong and I I uh I just uh I didn't I didn't make it. I, I quit in Silverthorne and that you know, that eventually just uh ate away at me. It was the the first thing in my life that I, you know, I set a goal and I didn't accomplish it. And so after moving to Boulder, Colorado and, and, uh, kind of a lifestyle choice there, I just, over the next few years, um, decided that, that this was something I really needed to complete. And so I, I put a lot of time into it and I, I put a lot of training and, and research and spent a lot more time bike packing. Um, doing a few races and, uh, and really prepared myself, um, got cut off there. So I'll pick up where I left off. Um, and going in, going in this time, I, uh, I had a plan and, um, and that was basically try to sleep about five hours a night and ride as much of the remaining time as possible and try to be efficient with stops. And so trying to, trying to ride like 16 hours a day and, not really worry about the distance because it, it really, you know, depends a lot on the terrain and the wind and all that stuff. Just, just time on the bike. Um, and, uh, <laughs> just, I mean, leading the first thousand miles, just doing my own thing. I was just like, this is, 
this is crazy and a uh, huge testament to the training that um, I did with Kurt Ref Snyder. I mean, he put me in a, a really good position um, physically uh, and that, you know, clearly, clearly paid off there um, without, without trying like real hard to race um, the first half. And then you know, Jay put in some big days and, and caught up to me just outside of raw. And so I was packing up camp and, and he rode by and then we ended up chatting a little bit down the road and, um, rode together into Brush Mountain Lodge, and that was awesome. It was so cool to see Kirsten. I had, I had on my like little notes is like, Brush Mountain Lodge, uh, uh, Kirsten hug exclamation point. I was like super super stoked to see her, and um, really excited that uh, Andrew and Katie Strunky were there. I I think I like remember them posting that they were gonna be there, but I completely forgot. So I was like super excited and super surprised to see them there like helping out racers and Katie helped me with some laundry and it was just so cool um but then yeah like the the rest of the ride like bouncing back and forth with Jay and and such a cool guy to like just pick his brain about I mean he was out there like not really looking at distances like he knows the route so well and and I was just like and like my notes and and like spreadsheets and all this stuff and uh and he's just like just riding just chilling he had a couple beers at brush mountain lodge i was like there's no way i'm having beers <laughs> like i'm just if i have a beer i ain't leaving i ain't leaving the lodge uh but um i guess uh people probably want to know how the last couple days uh played out and uh yeah, I think, uh, so when, um, so we had the kind of the main route this year with the great divide classic going from Cuba to grants and, and it, you know, there's all these signs along the road that are like inclement weather. This road is not passable. Um, I was like, Oh man, I hope it doesn't rain. And then out there, I think Jay was about an hour in front of me. Cause he, he was just leaving Cuba when I pulled in. Um, to like the gas station McDonald's there. And um, so I knew he was a little bit ahead of me and, uh, and it started to sprinkle and it was kind of like rain, like 360 degree view out there. And I was like, Oh my God. And it started to sprinkle and like the mud started picking up on my, my tires and I was getting like super nervous. And I just like started riding real fast. Cause I was like, I got to catch up to Jay. Like, like I don't want to be <laughs> alone. And, uh, and so I, I did some work that day trying to trying to just get out of out of that as quickly as possible. There was all these like arroyos that like looked like if it rained hard, like I wouldn't be able to get through. Um and then that night I I like had a plan to to kinda ride through the night. I was I was trying to it was like the one time that I was trying to make a move on Jay and I just, I, when I got to Grant's, um, it was like two in the morning or something. And I checked the tracker and I saw that Jay had slept up on the pass and I was just like, I just couldn't keep my eyes open anymore. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get past town and, and get some sleep. So I think I slept like two hours that night. And, uh, and so the move didn't really work. And I, it's, you know, Jay, Jay has this experience with like sleep deprivation that I, I just, 
I could not execute. I I just I started having caffeine that day. It was the first time having coffee or anything, and it just didn't work. Like I I was just so so tired. I was falling asleep at the wheel. Slept like two hours, and then Jay caught up to me in the morning. We rode together for the most part. Um, Jay got cut off again. Uh, so Jay and I rode into Pie Town together, and uh, found out it was his birthday. So we had birthday pie and ice cream and that that was pretty cool uh happy birthday jay uh 49 years old and still crushing it i mean just just an amazing athlete um and i knew he was riding faster than me at that point and um you know i was struggling to keep up with him and uh he had he had something in his legs that, that i didn't and i'm sure i'm sure the short sleep the night before didn't help but help me but um, he certainly had more in his legs than I did. And, and that, you know, at that point, like, I, I thought I was going to have this like solo experience, just doing my thing, following my plan. And then ended up, it was just Jay and I like out in the front and the whole time. And, and so I didn't, I hadn't had the experience that I thought I was going to and kind of the experience that I'd been thinking about for a long time since 2015. And so I, I knew Jay was stronger at that point and I had made a decision. I just, I said, you know, like I can try to push it and I can try to beat Jay. Um, and maybe that works out. Uh, maybe, maybe I can, I can pull out a, a win here, but, but if it didn't work out, I <clears throat> would basically, <clears throat> you know, lose to Jay. It was just, He's <laughs> an animal, uh, but I, I would miss out on that kind of experience that I, I wanted for myself and, and that kind of solo self-reflected time, time to just be alone with my thoughts and not thinking about racing and all this stuff. And uh, so I, I made the decision to just kind of let him do his thing. And, and it gave me a chance to do my thing over the past, the, the last couple days. And, I am like so good with that. Like I'm, I'm glad I made that decision and, and, um, and yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I came away with so many wins here. I, I got to, I got, there was the unexpected piece of racing Jay and, and bouncing back and forth with him and spending time with him and learning from him. And then, and then the last couple of days, I mean, they were hard days, but I, I got to, be alone, you know, with my thoughts and, and reflect on the ride and think about just everything leading up to it and how grateful I am for the amazing support system I have. I mean, oh my goodness, like I just have the most amazing family and friends. I mean, I got so many before, during, after just messages and people saying they were inspired and just congratulations. <laughs> uh, it's just kind of overwhelming. Um, so divide is a, it's a special, special route and extremely meaningful to me. Um, it's defined a lot of my athletic career over the past five or six years, but, but it's also influenced my life overall i mean it's been a huge focus and learned so much from it um 
So I feel like I've <laughs> dragged, dragged this on for, for long enough. I just want to say thank you to everyone. Um, thanks for watching. And it sounds like people really enjoyed watching the race this year. It's really cool. Um, I'm happy to have been a part of that. And uh, just thank you to the community. Um, what an amazing group of people. Uh, appreciate everything. So, uh, until next time, uh, Brendan Heinig signing off. Thanks, guys. Bye. Just like all MTV Cast Audio is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 license. 